Live from the backseat of a 1965 Chevrolet Impala, it's the Dockiverse Podcast, Episode 141, Quest for the Magic Samosas. In this episode, we've got a three-box problem, a random place, and my first time. And now, after he sheds tears of joy discovering that some braziers hook in the front, here's Doc. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Doc Cross, and yes, indeed, I did do my own introduction this time. I'm not getting the volunteers for guest announcer spots, so I'm doing things on my own for a while. Hopefully, I'll get some more guest announcers soon. I hope you've all had a good week. I have had one. I'm recording this about three weeks in advance, so I am... Probably not going to tell you what the weather is like now, but I can pretty much guarantee that by the end of June, which is when this will go out, it's going to be very warm. It's already nice outside. It's been going back and forth between the 70s and once in a while hitting the 90s. Anyway, uh, this time around, our theme is food, and I am back to doing my first time. I don't know if I'll do it uh, every month or not, but I've got a good one that's uh, food-themed. But before we go any further, as always, I want to thank my wonderful, wonderful, generous, and I might add, most likely tasty, patrons. So, thank you, David. Thank you, Marion. Thank you, Avis. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, James. Thank you, Mark. And thank you, Peter. You all are great. I really appreciate your support. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Okay, folks, we're about to do a three-box problem, and while this one has nothing directly involving food in the titles of it, it will involve food, I assure you. So the three pieces of paper I pulled out of the boxes were Confused People, Traveling by Train, Mars 2160. So that's self-explanatory. you got a bunch of confused people. They're traveling by train. They're on Mars in the year 2060. So let's see what we do with this. Well, first of all, um, the train is probably, you know, some really high-tech thing shooting from one city on Mars to another, probably at a high rate of speed. And these people are all confused. Now, why are they confused? Could it be, you know, something weird has happened? Could it be something, um, you know, has gone wrong? And they don't know what's going on? Or, in this case, are these people confused because somebody has doped up the food they're eating? So maybe they've taken off from one city and they're going to another and it's hundreds of miles away but it's still only a two-hour trip. And at the very beginning, they're served breakfast. But somebody, cook, waiter, whatever, has put something in the food that has them all anywhere from lightly stoned to completely weirded out. So now, these confused people 
have to figure out what's going on. They have to figure out why it's going on. And then, of course, they got to figure out what to do about it. So if I were running this game, I would have at least a couple of people who skip breakfast and they still have all their wits about them. And, of course, those would be your players. Um, although you might have a couple players be people that didn't skip breakfast. Maybe you have a group of five players and two of them skipped breakfast and three of them didn't. So the three are going to be kind of mentally discombobulated while they're trying to figure out this mystery. And the other two are going to have to shepherd them along. Like, you know, no, 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 we're okay. You know, don't uh, don't scratch your face. There's nothing on your face. You're fine. Or don't, don't be staring out the window. We got to do this or that. So uh, that's our three bucks problem. A bunch of confused people traveling by train on the planet Mars in the year 2160. And if anybody should run that or any part of it, let me know. Okay, folks, time for a random place and keeping in the theme of food, it's a coffee shop. Um, a lot of stuff can go on in a coffee shop. Could be where the, the cops or detectives or investigators that you're players are playing stop in could be where the crooks or the you know psychics even the superheroes maybe the superheroes all get together at some coffee shop in their secret identities and they sit in the back table and they you know just bullshit around like people normally do could be if it's the 30s you have a pulp setting could be that you're there at the coffee shop and something happens in fact in almost any genre if they're at a coffee shop Something could happen. Somebody could come in to rob it, like they did in uh, Pulp Fiction. Somebody could uh, just die. Somebody could get killed. A car could crash through a window. Or, you know, they could see a plane crash on the street outside. Um, just a bunch of stuff could be happening. Plus, it's also a place you can eat and have a cup of coffee. Could be a place where you find out information. You go in there. There's regular customers every morning. The old retired guys, the cops, the the women who are getting ready to go shopping, the people who are getting ready to go to work, the people who are coming off work. And they all stop in for breakfast or a cup of coffee or whatever. And your players can talk to them and learn stuff, you know. Maybe the old guy that's retired cop, maybe he's working as a night watchman. He says, you know, I saw the funniest thing. I could have swore it was a giant ant. Okay, that's something to check out, especially if you're, already doing a mystery where it involves giant insects. Um, could be any number of things. Could be where you find informants. You know, that'd be where you meet them, you know. Yeah, I got some uh, information for you. Uh, meet me at Joe's Coffee Shop at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. Okay, there you go. The guy meets you at Joe's Coffee Shop. He gives you the info. He leaves, or maybe he leaves and immediately gets gunned down. Or... Maybe you give him some information, like, hey, you know, thanks for your information. I advise you to get the hell out of town. And he gets out of town. You can use him again another day. You could also have the owners of the coffee shop having problems. Like, maybe they've been robbed a bunch of times. You know, gangs come in and rob them, and you're there to stop them. You're waiting for the gang to show up so you can, you know, have a shootout with them or something. So that's what you can do with a coffee shop. You can use it. It can occur in all sorts of settings. It can occur quite a ways into our past. There have been coffee shops, and if not coffee shops, tea shops. Uh, you could even do it as a wine shop or just a, a little, you know, 
stand for food, you know, a little restaurant or a little cove where people, you know, come in and have a little bite to eat. Um, whatever you do, coffee shops or something like them have existed for a long time, and they'll no doubt exist in the future in some form. So you, there you go. You got your coffee shop going. Have fun with it. All right, it has been a while since I did a My First Time, and since we're talking about food, I thought I would do My First Time eating three different types of food. The first one is pizza. Now, I was born in 1954, out here in California. I grew up outside of a small town, way outside, 30 miles outside of a small town. And Marysville, the next, you know, 10,000 person town I lived near, which is right across the river from Yuba City, which was slightly larger, but not much. The only pizza place they had was Shakey's Pizza. And I don't know if my parents ever ate pizza at all. I don't remember them talking about having eaten it, although they did live in uh, the Long Beach, Los Angeles area for years before I was born. Anyway, I think I was about eight or nine years old and I saw an advertisement on TV for Shakey's Pizza. And I kept seeing movies with people eating pizza and TV shows. And my birthday was coming up, and I told my mom and dad, I want pizza for my birthday. So my mom went into town, 30 miles into town, and she bought us a pizza, a pepperoni pizza. And she brought it home, and we ate it, and it was good. Uh, Shakey's made pretty good pizza. And it's where everybody hung out once I was in high school. Uh, local chain, regional chain, uh, one of the first pizza chains on the West Coast anyway. And uh, I remember eating the pizza and thinking, yeah, this is pretty good. I wasn't as big on pepperoni then as I am now, but yeah, it was pretty good. So after that, and that's about, I'm about eight or nine years old, right? After that, the next time I had pizza was when I was a freshman in high school. I was age 14. And it was after a football game, and all the kids would go over to Shakey's Pizza and have pizza. And so that's what we did. We went over there, and that's the first time I had anchovies on a pizza. And I will tell you, it is only... I've had anchovies on pizza one other time. I don't like anchovies on pizza. Uh, in other things, they're not so bad, but on pizza, nope. Anyway, the next type of uh, food that I ate, which was an absolute revelation to me, was Indian food. And this was when I lived in San Jose in the 80s. Would have been about 81, I think. And a friend of mine was half Indian. Her, her mother was Indian. Her father was British. And she said, you know, would you like to come over and have dinner? And I said, okay, sure, I'll go over and have dinner. And it happened that her family was celebrating something, I don't remember. And there was all this Indian food. Uh, samosas and and naan and da and curries and some, two kinds of curries and the smell was just killing me. I mean, I walked in that house and I smelled that food and I'm like, holy crap! I gotta, you know, this is smells great. And I sat down and I ate and I ate and I ate and I'm afraid that I might have eaten a little more than maybe was uh, decorous. Let's say um, I I. I yeah, I ate a lot of food. 
And but her mother was just, you know, she keeps shoveling in your plate, you know. Here, doc, try some of this. This is doll. This is this. This is, you know, here have, you know, this and this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. And I did not eat Indian food again. I did not eat Indian food at a restaurant for years. Uh, there were fewer Indian restaurants back then. By then, I'd moved up to Sacramento, and we had, I don't know if there were any here. And then, um, oh, God, 20 years ago or so, we had a huge influx of people from India coming here to work in the tech industry in uh, the various tech places around here. And all of a sudden, boom, 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 Indian restaurants started bringing up Indian buffets, which I love. Um, just, just, we're all over, and, and I eat Indian food fairly frequently now. Now, the next thing I ate that I'd never eaten before, and I'd never even heard of it really before, was sushi. And sushi, I did not eat until the early 90s. I think it was probably 91, something like that. And a friend of mine once again said, hey, come on, let's go out and have a few drinks, blah, blah, blah. And he had traveled all over the world. His dad had been in the military and he'd been all over, including Japan. And a sushi place had opened up here in Sacramento. And he said, have you read sushi? And I go, no, but I knew what it was. I said, that's a raw fish stuff, right? And he goes, yeah. He said, you want to try some? I go, yeah, sure, I'll try some. And we went to the sushi place, and I tried, oh, God, I don't know, half a dozen or more types of sushi. Loved it all. And so today, yeah, I'm a big fan of sushi. Now, one other food I want to talk about, because I really cannot tell you the first time I ate it. Actually, two foods. I cannot tell you the first time I ate Mexican food. I was probably extremely young, because A, my parents like Mexican food, and B, I live in California where you cannot swing a dead cat without hitting somebody who's Hispanic. So there's Mexican restaurants all over the place. My mom grew up, but one of her best friends was Mexican. Uh, just, they're all over the place. And so I cannot really remember when I ate Mexican food for the first time. I also cannot remember the first time I ate Chinese food. And the reason for that is Marysville, California, at one time, right after the gold rush, had the largest Chinese population per percentage of any town west of the Mississippi until you got to San Francisco. Yeah, we even beat out Los Angeles and those kind of places. We had tons and tons of Chinese. They still have the Bokkai Festival, the Water God Festival up there every year. Um, you know, this Chinese rest, there were several Chinese restaurants for a town that small. There were all sorts of Chinese businesses and they're sort of their own section of town. Um, still are, are indications of where they were. A lot of them aren't there anymore. But uh, yeah, I can't even remember the first time I ate Chinese food, but I would wager I was probably no more than three. Uh, may have been right about the time I ate first Mexican food. I don't know. But anyway, that's my first time for three foods, pizza, Indian, and sushi. And uh, maybe I'll do another one of these first times again in the near future. Okay, folks, it is the end of the program, and it is time for me to thank you all for listening. And I do thank you. It's great. If you have any suggestions, comments, or questions, I can be reached on Facebook, where I'm Doc Cross, on WordPress at the Docverse blog, on the Mastodon Dice Camp server as Doc Cross, via email at agentroscoe at gmail.com, 
if you're listening to Anchor, you're probably listening to a program that's, you know, three months old. But you can still leave a voicemail. If you patrons want to leave me a message, and I would really love to hear from you, just uh, leave a message on the Patreon page and I'll hear about it real quickly because they'll send me a text and an email. If you'd like to support me via Patreon and hear these podcasts two months before they go up on Anchor, go to www.patreon.com forward slash cross and pledge for as little as a dollar a month. For one-time or occasional donations, use my coffee page, that's ko-fi, and there you'll find me as cross 4591 If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or advertise it, get in touch with me by any of the methods that I mentioned earlier, and we will work out a deal, and I will probably give you a big hug. Our music was an unnamed instrumental by Big Sandy and his Fly Right Boys off of the Free Music Archive. This podcast and everything on it is copyright 2023 by Doc Cross. I'll see you all next week. Live long and prosper.